Welcome to the B Podcast. It's your co-host James with Jake. We're back. Uh, <laughs> happy uh, August twenty third, twenty twenty. Jake, how we doing, man? <laughs> We're going. We're good. <laughs> We're doing great. Uh, yeah. For, so, for those that don't know, our last episode was on March eleventh. It's been about a couple months. Jake, why don't you go ahead and take it from here? Yeah. Since we've taken you know the last five months off because of the pandemic, I'm sure you're thinking that we. You know, up the production level to the podcast with clear music and a better overall quality. Well, <laughs> we ain't do shit. It's the same <laughs> shitty quality, and it's not going to change. Yeah, same shitty old quality. But um, you probably have seen that our Instagram game is back up. Um, thanks to you know who me. Well, Shout out Canva. Um, Jake, on the other hand. Shit quality. I post something. You can definitely tell the difference between who's posting and who's not. Wait, it is what it is. We're out here. Um, I just want to give a special shout out to all of those who uh, pre-order their uh, hashtag send it VA podcast shirts. Thanks to thanks to you guys. Um, our first batch was only twenty, and this time we reached for the fucking stars. And we had forty-two. Yep, I had five people. My it. friends buy them because my friends are stingy. Yeah. <laughs> hey, but it is what it is. We got a bunch of people. Shout out to all those people who did. Um, appreciate it. Hope you like like your shirt. Um, and for those who haven't gotten it yet, I'll give it to you soon. Don't worry. But let's get started, Jake. Why don't we talk about, you know, the greatest team on Earth? Yeah, so let's talk about the San Jose Earthquakes. Oh, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> let's move over to Santa Clara. Let's move over to Santa Clara, though. They're currently practicing. Well, right they do now. play. No, they're close to them. Yeah, they are close to each other. Yeah. So, yeah, let's talk about the four, San Francisco 49ers, a.k.a. Santa Clara 49ers, a.k.a. SF 49ers, a.k.a. Niners. Uh, let's talk about this big topic that's obviously been passed through, but uh, me and Jake are going to talk about it. Um, it's George Kittle is getting paid. Jake, how much is he getting paid? Um, he's getting paid um, with a five-year extension worth $75 million. And all of that money, it's $40 million guaranteed. Now our buddy Grant Cohn, who's an idiot, said he was going to get a six-year deal with $92 million. And he paraded his paraded around town saying, oh, I got it right, I got it right. When in hindsight, he got none of it right. Got the years wrong, got the money wrong, got the guaranteed wrong. So he's an idiot, and we don't talk about him here on those episodes. <laughs> yeah, so what? What's uh, I think um, amongst wide receivers, he's the 12th highest paid wide receiver you, if you put him in that category, I think uh, which, between... which is great. I think, I think just behind – it's either he's just behind Jarvis Landry or he's just above Jarvis Landry. I can't remember. Um, I think the AAV on this is a was it fourteen million a year, fifteen million a year, Jake? Yep, seventy five divided by five is fifteen. So yes, fifteen million a year. Yeah, fifteen, fifteen million, fifteen million, million a year. A year awesome, great math there. But, yeah. Yes, correct, 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 correct. Um, but yeah, you know, happy to see George Kittle um, finally get signed. Um, obviously, we had uh, people were getting that hashtag get, uh, pay George Kittle uh, on Twitter going on and stuff like that. And it was great to see that he finally did. I get paid and will be uh, with the 49ers for a much longer time. Obviously, a uh, great addition. When we drive it in, great addition that we have him back. Um, it's great to have him. But I'm talking about another addition that happened. Um, obviously, this happened during the NFL draft. But let's talk about it now that we've seen him in uniform. Practice has been going on, I think, since last Thursday. And that is the acquisition of Trent Williams. Jake, what are your thoughts? Thoughts? Yeah, he's pretty good. Um, he didn't yeah, play, absolutely. He didn't play last year because the with a dispute over. He didn't play last year because of a dispute with the Washington racial slurs or now the Washington football team, um, <laughs> over like cancer or something, <laughs> which is kind of a big thing. Um, but yeah, he, he he was there for first I think nine years of his career, eight eight or nine years of his career, seven time Pro Bowler. Um, so he's a pretty good replacement for Joe Staley. Some may say even better, uh, an even better player than Joe Staley. However, that's disrespectful because Joe Staley is a Niner legend, but some people will say it. 
Uh, um, so they got him. He's on a one-year deal. He is a free agent next season. Um, they're going to wait to sign him to an extension. They're going to see how this year goes. If it goes well, they'll probably sign him. If it goes poorly, they probably won't sign him, obviously. Uh, they could franchise tag him, then trade him if they do that. Uh, but we shall see what happens with that. Yeah, I absolutely agree. Um, shout out Joe. <clears throat> but yeah, Trent Williams, absolute unit. What a guy. Um, looks to anchor that offensive line. Obviously, uh, replacing Joseph Staley is some uh, big shoes to fill. Um, obviously, our edge is looking great. As of right now, with Mike McGlinchey on the right side, Trent Williams on the left side. Um, I'm more worried about the inside, but we'll talk about that uh, in some other episodes. But um, with, with Ben Garland hurt, it kind of sucks. But again, just going back onto Trent Williams, um, I've been I've been uh, just some stuff about him. I think in one on ones, Nick Bosa cannot get past him. And uh, with a Nick Bosa kind of player, it's uh, it's uh, it, what kind of play that Trent Williams is having. Nick Bosa, who had a all pro, all pro year last year, uh, not winning any one on ones against Trent Williams is obviously it's great for us. Was Nick Bosa all pro last the, year? Was he all pro? Probably not. Had an all pro year, in my opinion. No, he's Pro Bowl. See, he was a Pro Bowl. Yeah, he was Pro Bowl. He was a Pro Bowl year. Uh, he had an all pro year, in my opinion. I'll give him that. <laughs> Only but, Pro uh, Bowl. What a bust. He sucks. Trade him. No, no. Who? That's a joke. Can't make yeah, it better be a joke. Year. Jesus. <laughs> but um, yeah. I mean, they've been talking. They've been. I know Trent Williams and Nick Bosa have been having a good time with each other, uh, one-on-ones, uh, learning from each other, um, how to beat, obviously, other tackles uh, in the league. Um, it's it's great to see that kind of, uh, what you call it, battles in practice. So Absolutely. You love to see it. Pause. Absolutely. Pause. Um, yeah. But another addition. Um, Jake, why don't you go ahead and start with this one? So another addition is Jordan Reed, eyes emoji. Um for those who don't know, he has an extensive concussion history. Basically, the wind, if the wind's over 15 miles per hour, he's going to have a concussion. Uh, he played last year the Washington Racial Slurs too. Um, I'm not sure if he actually played a game. I don't know if he actually no, he didn't played play a last game. year at all. He wasn't on a team last year. I don't think. I think he was on the Washington. He was on the he, he no he was on the Jets. What? Dude. I've got to look it up. You're looking God damn it. Tom Compton. I think that's who you're talking about. No. Let's check it out. I don't think he played for the... Yeah, he was on the Redskins. The racial source last year. Um, oh, so he was. But he... Oh, I was talking about the other... Tyrant, I forget his name. He didn't Fuck. play, though. He didn't play, yeah, he didn't play at all due to concussions. But when he's healthy... He didn't play one snap. Yeah, when he's healthy, he's really good. However, he's never healthy. He's never played a 16-game season... <laughs> in his NFL career. Um, the hot, most amount of games he's played in a season was in 2015 when he had 14 games played. In those games, he had 87 catches for 952 yards and 11 touchdowns. That's, that's really good. good. That's pretty good. If you average that out to 16 games, that's about 98 catches and over 1,100 yards. yards and about... I think 12 or 13 touchdowns. I did that all in my head because I'm a genius. But that's what we do for that. Uh, so that was, 2015 was his best year. Um, when he's healthy, he's really good. But, again, he's never been healthy. And he has a bad concussion history. I don't think he's even practiced yet for the Niners. So I don't know if he's uh, he, team. He, I don't think he has – he hasn't padded up or anything like that. He's just probably um, – he's doing all the sideline work right now, I think, um, and stuff like that. Uh, he's probably not even lined up in – walkthroughs at all either he's probably just listening and all that good stuff oh you know taking everything with a grain of salt with what he does but um Which makes me wonder if he's if, even gonna make the team or they might that, just... that does make me wonder yeah as well if he's gonna make the team obviously with the other tight ends we, we drafted charlie warner i think that's his name uh we still have ross dwelly uh i mean we obviously lost um living toy lolo great blocking tight end for sure um jordan reed obviously is uh obviously that great catching tight end um but <laughs> If he does stay healthy, I mean that. We obviously already run a lot of twenty-one personnel. For those who don't know, twenty-one personnel is it is two tight ends, one running back. Um, but with some people coming back, I can see us using a lot of uh, twenty-two personnel, two tight ends, and two running backs. You know, with you know another running back coming back. Um, but we'll talk about him later. 
Um, but again, like Jake said, will he even make the team? I mean, it was a one-year deal. It's great, but great passing tight end, a good complimentary compliment to George Kittle. I would have liked Delaney Walker to be back. What are your thoughts on that? What if Delaney Walker came back, Jake? Is he? Uh, I think he signed with the team. He signed with the team, but I mean, I know people, we were looking at both. I wanted Delaney Walker instead of Jordan Reed. Oh, he's still a free agent. Jordan Reed. He's still a free agent. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, it's just like yeah, I mean, they're not going to play a lot gonna... over Kittle, but it would be nice to have a second mm-hmm. tight end. Right. That's pretty good. Um, but, right. You know, we all want things. We all. I kind of hear myself <laughs> on your side. If I'm not if I'm being honest. Like my voice is coming through you. No, never mind. What? Like, hello, hello. Yeah, I'm here. Because right, I heard my my voice come through your speakers, and I disgusted me because I didn't hear my voice twice. So I think we're good though. But yeah. All right, are we good now? Yeah. All right, yeah. But yeah, it doesn't really matter who they sign as a second tight end because Kittle's gonna get a hundred percent of the catches. Well, that's not right. True. He's gonna get. He's gonna get all. No, he's gonna get all. He's gonna get hundred percent of the targets. Yeah, most for sure. But it would be nice yeah, to have a second tight end, but. I'm thinking they're probably just like slow port Jesus, slow playing Jordan Reed because he has like twenty five thousand concussions in his career, um, and he can't stay healthy, which is not his fault. Right. Well. Yeah. Right. No, it's not his fault. Anyone, um, anyone getting hurt in the NFL, it's not their fault unless unless they're out of shape. They shoot themselves, or you know, they uh in a car, uh, not a car accident. It's not their fault either. It's just that they shoot themselves and it's completely their fault. Or they break their arm reaching for a pizza while they're driving and they crash and have it broken, broke, break. <laughs> break. Nate Burleson. Dumb fuck. <laughs> All right. Well, let's talk about uh, let's, talk, let's talk about someone else also on the 49ers. Um, one of the better receivers on the team. The best. Um, which is who? The best. Yes, the best. The, the best receiver on the team for sure. Hundred yeah. percent agree. Which is Debo Samuel. Um, obviously, uh, for those who don't know, he did get hurt. He did. Uh, he broke a bone in his foot. Correct. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, they were saying it's about an eight-week injury. Um, hopefully, hopefully, back early in the season, there was some video that surfaced of, of him working out, gliding on this on the floor, some workout like that. Um, and he looked great, but obviously, it's a lot different than having a cleat on and being on the fucking grass and surfing and whatnot. But um, hopefully, he comes back uh, early in the season. We're gonna um, we're gonna miss him for now, but. Um, there's been other receiver talk. Obviously, uh, I didn't listen to here, but Kendrick Bourne's having a great, a great camp so far. Um, he had a 70-yard touchdown in camp yesterday, thrown by you know yours truly, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo. But another receiver who's who had somewhat a lackluster season last year, in which is Dante Pettis. Um, he didn't somewhat, even play in the Super Bowl. Somewhat lackluster. You said somewhat lackluster. Yeah, I mean, I mean he had a great start. 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 He had a catch, winning touchdown against the Steelers. I'll give him that. Okay, all right. I want to see his stats. Again, good. Look at his stats. Um, I totally forgot. I was gonna bring up a fucking stat for third-year receivers who break out. But um, oh yeah, I couldn't find any. Um, feels bad. (laughs) But um, I I firmly believe he'll have a better season for sure. Um, he's if you if if any of you guys have watched this presser, um, and even praise from Kyle Shanahan of uh, him having a better season, uh, better practices this offseason is uh, is hopefully a good sign of what's to come. Um, I've also believe hopefully that he gets to be placed where he can actually do something, aka punt return and kick returns, because he's he led all of college college football his uh, before he was drafted with nine total. In his career, so um, if they place him there, I feel like he'd do better. But um, we'll see. Obviously, with the with Debo out, he'll probably get more targets to start off with, and hopefully that's the case. Um, but yeah, I think he'll have a. I think I firmly believe he'll have a better season. What are your thoughts, Jake? Yeah, I mean he has to, or he's not going to be in the NFL any longer. So he kind of has to have a good season. Yeah, I definitely agree. It's like one of those situations where. Um, 
you know how some players like when they're on a contract season they have to play they play really well and then yeah. they get paid this is like a, a make or break kind of deal for Dante Pettis I mean we have a lot of receivers um done right now your last haul that's what they're gonna be saying then <laughs> Yeah, you're not lying, but I mean, I I really hope he does have a really good season. Obviously, uh, like I said, he flashed when he was a rookie. He flashed at the start of the year uh, last year, and obviously, year three, um, it's a big year for him. Uh, I really hope he has a good year. But um, let's move on to another receiver who we've lost, who didn't play at all last year, and that isn't Trent Taylor. Uh, for those who don't know, he had the same uh, Debo Samuel had the somewhat same injury as him in his foot, but for Trent Taylor, it took another five. Um, surgeries to get back and again and again and again is being stated that Trent Taylor is the best receiver at camp right now which he was prior to getting hurt last year Jake what are your thoughts on Trent Taylor coming back it would be helpful uh, because they kind of missed that guy on third down who's like wide receiver wise at least who can like on short, short third and shorts can get open like easily and he had a good um What's the word? He had good. Not comparison. He had good. Um, a good rapport with Jimmy Garoppolo. His first year when Garoppolo came for those five games um, to end the season, where he was pretty good for the Niners there. Uh, his best game, I think, was against the the Bears, where he had like nine catches for like 91 yards or something. Um, so, yeah, he's. <laughs> So he was pretty good that year. Uh, so hopefully they can do it for a full season. That'll be pretty nice. I'll be right back. <laughs> yes, I'm doing it. Jesus Christ. Are we still recording? Yeah, we're, st- we're definitely recording. We're not stopping it either. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, yeah, I definitely agree. Uh, there has, I mean, for those who've been following, uh, you know, the presses and stuff like that, um, George Kill says that he was his favorite target, but, you know, Trent Taylor is saying that he's Jimmy's favorite target, and I mean having a ta- having Trent Taylor like you were saying on third down, um, just a guy who can get open quickly. Um, just imagine him, both and Debo on the field on third down. There's just two options for you right there. When I you uh, to see you can get open first. And I you and I you. But I mean, <laughs> we haven't talked about him. It's gonna, it's 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 we haven't talked about him yet, but we'll be, we will be talking about him soon. But I mean. With Taylor Bag, I feel like you're you're right. You're completely I completely agree that that shiftiness that he has, those great hands, um, just like the kind of guy that can just get open whenever, is gonna be great for the 49ers. Um, open. It's gonna be fun to watch. I really hope he just stays healthy. Um, that'd be that'd just be awesome. But again, uh, if you've been following uh, all this all the news and stuff like that, he's been having a great camp. Um, and just taking, he's absolutely grabbing anything that comes his way, and it's awesome to hear. Um. Let's switch to the defensive side uh, for, uh, for two takes real quick. Let's talk about someone that uh, we drafted 14th overall in the NFL draft, and we finally get to see him practice, and that is Javon Kinlaw. Um, he is he looks like a guy. He looks like like a premium two door refrigerator in which you need like four people to carry into your house. That's how fucking big he is. Pause. <laughs> yeah, Do you not agree? Yeah, he's uh, like 6'5", 325 or something. Um, he is massive. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean he's massive. It's, yeah, it's... Pause. Obviously, this is all coming from camp and stuff like that, and people just praising him because of how big he is and stuff like that. <laughs> but, um, pause. Man. <laughs> pause, man. Pause. Holy Jeez. shit. Yeah, he's. Hey, we're, we're, we're back. Yeah, we're back. He's monstrous. Pause. Yeah, he's. Mo- <laughs> he's a freak. Um, yeah. I mean, Nick Bosa's given him praise already, um, which is great to hear. Obviously, Nick Bosa having a great rookie year. Hopefully, Javon Kinlaw can have a great year as well. Obviously, uh, big shoes to fill in which he's filling for DeForest Buckner, who we traded to the Indianapolis Colts. Um, but with a lot less training camp for the, these rookies, um, it's going to be a lot uh, slower progression for them, I feel like, during the season. But hopefully, he picks it up fast. It's going to be great for him. To, it's going to be great 
for us to see, obviously, how much he's gonna, how, how well he will do, and hopefully he can clog up those gaps uh, in the run game, uh, get to the QB um, if he's there on the passing downs. But we'll see. He was the highest graded uh, defensive tackle the last two years in college football. So hopefully he can translate that into the NFL. And hopefully they just play him in the inside like they should be doing with Solomon Thomas. Um, but we will just speak about that later. Or uh, not even later. But just, I'm just put that out there. They should just, Javon Kalina should play the three technique. Solomon Thomas should just stay at the one technique. We'll leave it at that. I don't want to talk about anything else. But um, let's talk about something that Robert Sala recently said in that Obviously, the left cornerback is solidified, and that that is Richard Sherman's spot. Um, he's not going anywhere. But do you realistically believe that there is an actual competition at the right cornerback spot, Jake? I think it's just they're trying to ha- have every player like feel confident about their chances, and that it's basically just it, they're basically just going to start Witherspoon at right cornerback because they really like him because they drafted him and stuff like that um, but I think it's Witherspoon is the first guy then probably Mos- probably Ver- probably Mosley then Verrett I, th- I think I- I'm going to switch it on you uh, I think it's Mosley's position to lose in my opinion hmm. I think I'll just say Verrett's at the bottom I'll just put that at that uh, sorry to say I mean Again, I keep on reading the same stuff. Even Richard Sherman's insane, too. He's having a great camp. His feet look great. He's looking quick and all that good stuff. But, I mean, we still have yet. I just look back when he, when we had to put him in against the Steelers and he got burned on the first play against Jonte Johnson. And I was like, oh, my God. And then he got hurt and he didn't see him the rest of the season. And I'm like, didn't well, he here we beat, go again. With didn't Jason he get Fred. beat for a touchdown? Then he was playing the next, like, drive and he had a pass interference penalty. And you're like, all right. No, 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 no. I think, I think. You're out of here. Okay, I think he got. Okay, it's either one of those. It's either he got the, the the pi on the first play, and then he got burned for a touchdown, or whatever. But he did get. When I remember, he they put him in against the Steelers, and he just got. The burned for a touchdown, and I was like, well then, but not not good. But um, again, I think it's Moses to lose. Obviously, he had. <clears throat> not going to talk about it. Oh, the Super Bowl play, but. Moving on from what that, Super Bowl? Um, I don't know what you're talking about. No Super Bowl. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what you're talking about. But I felt like he played at a really good level. Emmanuel Mosley did. Obviously, that chemistry with already with the secondary and stuff like that. He did great. But also, Witherspoon had a great start to the season, um, playing opposite of Richard uh, Richard Sherman. And he got hurt. Um, so, and then he got hurt, right? And then when he tried to come back, he wasn't playing well. Um, I think it was just like a. Uh, I think it was just like a mind, a mind thing for Witherspoon. Or could have uh, or the injury could have. He could have like, you know, reaggravated it and had it linger. And... Yeah, absolutely, or something like that. And just yeah, lingering issue or something like that. Lingering issue, mental issue. Um, but he he wasn't saying he wasn't unhappy. I remember him saying that he'll take all of Emmanuel Mosley's special teams play uh, play for Mosley just to be playing on defense, which is what a great teammate would do. And I really respect him for that. Um, but again. Is it open? Sure. Is it going to create some competition? Sure. Is it going to fire up some guys about um, this should be my spot? Yeah, absolutely. And, and I'm going to – I like that a lot. So uh, is it really open? It's going to be someone's to lose. I think someone already has it. Robert Saul is trying to fire up some guys, and I think it's going to be a great competition to see. Oh, uh, It's going to be great. Whoever is at week one, it's the right guy. So we'll, it'll be good. Absolutely. Um, but, yeah, let's move on. Back to the offensive side. Um, Jalen Hurd um, feels bad. <laughs> GGs. GGs. I hate God, man. Um, yeah, for those who don't know, he tore his ACL, which just feels bad. I uh, hate to see it. Uh, he wasn't even doing anything. He was jogging on the sideline. Not contact injury. Tore his ACL after the season. Uh, so that's two seasons in a row. We lost him for his rookie season after he had a great Cowboys preseason game. Take it with a grain of salt. I mean, he thought we thought he was going to be great. Uh, receiver for us um but as you can see we're not gonna be able to see him this year again uh feels bad but let's move on to Brandon Ayuk uh the receiver that we thought was that the receiver in the first round that we thought we weren't gonna take we thought we were gonna take someone else but Jake what are your thoughts on Brandon Ayuk so far well I haven't seen him play in a game and that's the only thing that matters but we have been hearing good things about him in practice which is very good to hear um I think he's going to be 
really good. Um, I know someone compared him to a bigger Devontae Adams, which... Oh, Devontae wow. Adams I didn't is, hear that. Devontae Adams is, you know... He's mediocre. Uh, he's not that good at football. He only has... What does he have? Almost five years of 1,000-yard receiving yards in his season. So, you know, he's he's, he's shitty. Um, top three double-digit touchdown years. He's not that good either. Um, but no, I'm joking. Uh, he's really good. And he is – it says he's 6'1", Devontae Adams, and Brandon Ayuk is – six feet tall so the bigger Devontae Adams doesn't really work from this guy who compared him to that <laughs> but hopefully he plays like that and that'll be pretty cool I like that yeah um I agree I think him coming from ASU uh him coming from a coach who coached in the NFL who played in the NFL knowing what it's going to be like I heard that Herman Edwards was treating ASU like it was an NFL program which is great to hear knowing that um Brennan Ayuk People Coming laughed. from there, he was gonna somewhat. People huh? laughed when they, people laughed when they hired Herm Edwards. He's actually changed that. I think they had. Him. He's changed that program. I, th- I think they're in the upcoming. I think their quarterback that they have. I forget his name. He's really good quarterback. Um, Jaden Daniels. And then obviously Brandon Ayuk had. Jaden Daniels. What was his name? I think Jaden Daniels. Daniels. I know that from Madden. It's da- his last name. Yeah. Okay. But um, I I think he's gonna have a good season. Ayuk. I think he'll have a similar season to what Debo Samuel's has. Uh, not a, uh, I, I don't know about the rushing, but again, another receiver who can who can run after the catch. Um, so that yak, that <laughs> the rack pause is gonna be great for Brandon Brandon Yuk. We're gonna see a lot of um, a lot of scheming up for that guy to get open and stuff like a that. Rack, it's gonna be great to see for him to yeah. A rack's not pause, but go ahead. Exactly, exactly. Um, it's it's gonna be great to see <laughs> what he can do. Obviously, with uh, so a, a really young receiving core someone's going to be able to have to step up and I, and I, it's either it's Brennan Edwards going to have a great season but I think Kendrick Bourne is going to be that guy for us as well aside from Debo Samuel because we already know how how well on what he can do so um again if Brennan could step up that'd be that'd be great um uh, for him to see I think right now it's um I'm not going to list receivers uh, on the depth chart but He's creeping up there to be a guy who can play, you know, all downs. So we'll see how that goes. And um, lastly, with the offensive side with the 49ers, we're getting another running back back, uh, in which is Jarek McKinnon, who has yet to play a down in a 49er uniform. Um, Jake, what are your thoughts on him coming back? And are you happy that he's going to be coming back? I'm happy to hear that he's healthy for once. That's good for him. For his career, because you don't want to see a guy's career end basically because he couldn't, he couldn't stay healthy due to issues that were beyond his control. Because, like, right. he had the ACL injury. Uh, they mm-hmm. did surgery. The surgery didn't go as – the surgery didn't go, like, as expected. As planned or as well as you yeah, would he had think, like, right? Yeah, he had, like, bad, like, uh, infections and stuff like that. Well, I'm not sure if he had infections, but he had it linger into the season because I think the surgery wasn't done correctly. Um, uh-huh. compared to Jimmy Garoppolo's, which he played the whole entire year the next year. Um, right. But he has – I've heard that he has been looking fast. He's been playing well. Um, I think he's going to be the kick returner to the start of the season because they're paying him so uh-huh. much money. They can't just have him play one down. And like, right. Like on hey, third down. They, yeah. You don't want to just have – yeah, so I, I gonna, completely agree. Yeah. Probably going to line up in the slot too as a receiver and do like jet sweeps, stuff like that, and like – do as a mm-hmm. kick returner, punt returner type thing, which it's good to see him, and he adds a different dynamic to the offense that they don't really have running back wise, where he's able to catch the ball, uh, make moves like that. <clears throat> and what? You don't think we do? I mean, he. he I think does, we have. He does I, think it we, I think we have plenty of backs that can do. No, that. but he does it better. Like he's true, like true, he's, true. He's like, I like in, that. I like that. In the in Minnesota, he's like a. Wide receiver for them, basically. Like when he when he went out, the catch passes. He's like a fifth on like screens player. or anything. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's like a different type of like playing style than I think a couple of the Niners running backs that they have, where he's like more because Mostert's like tough. Well, I'm not saying McKinnon's right. not tough, run. but he can run through like right. tackles stuff like that. Well, McKinnon's more like finesse, like speed guy who will like run you to death. He can still run that. downhill too, which is great. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I don't think they're gonna want him to do saying. that. They want to. They're probably they're probably gonna keep him safe for like later part of the season, 
uh, for like a possible playoff run, I think, from McKinnon. Um, I don't think they're going to play him a ton to start the year, but like in the middle to the end of the year, he's going to play more and more. It's just another guy that, like you said, can just add to the offense, with which, which is already such a dynamic offense. Um, again, the 22 personnel can be played any, any way. Um, Raheem Mostert, Jerick McKinnon at the same field, that's two threats that you can count for. Um, yeah, adding Kyle Juszczyk there as well. Jesus Christ, it's going to be insane. They have a lot of offense. Um, they have two young receivers. Well, actually, they have like five young receivers. Five. Jawan Jennings too, um, I think he's gonna be. Yeah, I think yes, he's gonna be yes. pretty good. Uh, he may not play a lot to start the year, maybe inactive for a couple of games, uh, but he can play that Jalen Hurd role, which would be nice. Absolutely, yeah, I definitely agree. So yeah, like we just keep on saying, our offense is somewhat young, but um, again, Kyle Shanahan being the wizard he is, he's gonna scheme everything up, get people open, get the right things going, and I'm just excited to see if the offense will be either. Be better than last year, which I think it will be, which is going to be awesome to see. But, um, yeah, why not? let's just end it there. Unless we want to talk about what happened today with one other player. I don't think it really matters. Nah, screw him. Yeah, screw him. Uh, Earl Thomas got released. He's GG's. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we'll see where he goes. Uh, Quote-unquote Niners are thinking or inquiring. I don't think it will happen. Uh, but Earl Thomas and the Niners, question mark? Hmm. Just got to say it there. But yeah, let's move on to a different sport. Let's talk about the A's and Giants. Talking with the A's, uh, who are nineteen and nine. Uh, surprisingly, they always have to start off to do a slow start, uh, but they're looking good. Um, bats are hot. <laughs> I don't really know what that means. LOL. What do you mean? That, means they're, baseball hitting, that means they're hitting the ball. Exactly. Like there you go. Hitting. Thank you. Like I'm the one who put that there. So I want you to explain. Yeah, uh, they're seven and three in the last ten games. They lost yesterday to the Angels, uh, four to three. Um, it is what it is. Uh, but they do lead the division by four games ahead of the garbage Astros. Um, uh, though, yeah. Although the Astros have won seven out of the last eight they, games. They, 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 yeah, they did. They have. They also have won seven in the last. Yeah. They're they're playing well, too. But um, Altuve sucks. Yeah. he's Yeah, he's the. He, he is just not looking good. Um, who else? What's the other guy? Not Correa. Correa's um, down like 330. So I don't think it's no, no, what's, what's his name? Hurt. Is it Cody? No, no. What's his name? What's the other guy's name? I'm going to look up. I think Alex Bregman you're talking about. It's Bregman. Yeah, it's Bregman. He's not doing well either. Oh, he's, he's injured. Um, he's been on the is he injured? injured list. He there. just got put on, though. He just got put on. Let's like, see the what last stats are. Two games. I think he's he was on, just put on. He's batting 272. Four home runs, 14 RBIs. The average is not the best thing to go upon. The greatest. But his yeah, OPS, right, right, his right, OPS right, right. is 874, which is above average and really good. So... He's not been struggling. Correa hasn't been struggling. It's been Jose Altuve. The Jose Altuve. Yeah. Show. Jose Altuve. Show. Let me see what George Springer's doing. And I'll go see what uh, Altuve stats are. I know this is an A segment, yeah. but, you know, screw it. It's a, it just goes to show how much I do not care about the A's. George Springer's yeah, batting 208, four home runs, 15 RBIs. Average is bad. OPS is 746, which is, like, somewhat, I think it's below average. Uh-huh. I think that the average is like 7.58 last year, or 0.758 last year, so that's not good. But Jose Altuve, yeesh. <laughs> yeesh. 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 He's batting 221. Not looking, not looking too hot for that guy. Three home runs, 12 RBIs, and a 624 OPS, which is really shitty. So, yeah, that's what's that's your uh, Astros update. <laughs> NA's update. <laughs> well, let's move on. Uh, to another, uh, another team in the Bay Area, to the Giants. Jake, go ahead, take it away. Yeah, we're gonna win this World Series. Uh, we won. The Giants have won five straight games. Jory Bart was finally fucking caught up. Even though, to be fair, <laughs> to be fair, I was like, eh, they might be rushing him a little bit. I don't know if he's ready. He's ready, and he's insane. He's incredible. First three games, three doubles. Almost had a, almost had two home runs the last two nights. Uh, I know a, he got one, what, robbed of him yesterday? Yeah, he's he had supposed a, to have a home yeah, run yesterday? He, had a pinch, he pinch hit yesterday in like the eighth inning in a 1-1 game. It was like a fastball that he hit to left center field that hit like the, basically the top of the wall that everyone thought was going to be gone, but hit the top of the wall, bounced back in, and had a double uh, there, hate to see it. second and third. But he's insane. He's hate incredible. It. We're so, oh, he's so good. Oh, my God. And Mike Yastrzemski, <laughs> which we posted a video on. Our, Mike Yastrzemski. We posted a video on our podcast page when it's like Mike Kostromsky. 
Uh, he made a he made a great catch in right field. And I also put a little meme that I made that's going heavy on Giants Twitter. You did no one, not make that. I made it. Even though no one gives me any credit. No, you credit. didn't make that. Even though no one gives me any credit. <laughs> Bullshit. Anyways, uh, the Giants. Are, the Giants are thirteen and eighteen. They won five straight games. Um, so they were eight and eight. No, they're thirteen and sixteen. So they won five straight games. They did blow three games in historically awful fashion last week, where they blew a seven-two yeah! lead to the A's. Then a yeah. seven, <laughs> then a six three six two lead, six three lead to the A's again. Like the next day, yes. if they win, yep. and then they also blew a game against the Angels seven to six, where they gave up a home run. Trevor God had three blown saves. So if you take those three <laughs> games and you give them wins, the Giants are sixteen and thirteen, and they're in the playoffs. But that's not how that's not how that's not how life works. Well, um, what are they standing at right now in their division? Where they, are they are in last place in the division, but. They're only two games out of the final wild card spot. Because NL West is insane, and the Diamondbacks are kind of awful. Uh, they're not that good. Rockies aren't as good anymore. They've kind of cooled down. Padres are pretty good. Uh, they're called Slam Diego. Padres oh, are pretty good. They've hit six Slam Diego. slams, I think, in the last wow. six games or some shit. Uh, the Dodgers are, you know, the Dodgers, but they won't win at all. Just like the A's, we know what's going to happen in the playoffs. Come, they're going to lose when it matters most. Because that's what they both do. They don't know how to win games. Um, luckily for the A's, they won't be in a wild card game unless they start blowing it this season. Uh, so they won't have to. They won't have to have their season end in an embarrassing fashion by losing in the wild card game again. Uh, so that'll be good for them. Uh, but we know what's going to happen. To the A's, they're not going to do shit. The Giants are rebuilding. However. The Giants have been competitive and really fun to watch, and they play hard. That's what you ask for out of a rebuilding team. But Joey Bart is up. Helio, Helio Ramos, Helio Ramos is coming up too soon, hopefully. And we're gonna be we're gonna be World Series champions in a couple of years because we're the best team in baseball. And that's the Giants. Talk. I don't know about that one. I don't know about that Giants one. But yeah, let's move on. The Giants do have some great prospects, though. They do have some great prospects. They might have the best group of hitting prospects in Major League Baseball. I mean, you're always talking about him, so yeah, I I, I would assume Marco so Luciano, but he's not gonna be up for like he's like Luciano, 18, he's 18 forever. years old. He's like he's only like 18 years old, like yeah, you so said. He's not so, gonna be he's not yeah. gonna be up to like 2022, 2023 probably, or maybe next yeah, year. Years, right? Maybe next or year. Maybe, might, yeah, maybe next yeah, year. Maybe next year. They might move in the double but, uh, A. Who knows? You never fucking we'll know. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe 10 years from now he'll be in the league. You never know. That's Giants talk. But now we're gonna move on to the Warriors and back back to Joey Bart. Joey Bart was a second. Second pick in the 20, 2018 MLB draft. Nick Bosa was the second pick in the 2019 NFL draft. The Warriors now have the second overall pick in the 2020-2021 draft. Whenever the fuck it happens. Uh, they have the second They have the second number do that again. They have a second overall pick in the draft behind the Washington the Washington. Uh, behind the Minnesota Timberwolves. Eyes emoji. Timberwolves are you know, they're the Timberwolves. That's Warriors for picking Bear, notorious for picking in front of the Warriors terribly. Yeah, and yeah, since yeah, last time they picked, they picked Ricky Rubio, Johnny Flynn, and I think, I think it was Ricky Rubio, Johnny Flynn over Steph Curry, and that did not work out because Johnny Flynn's playing in China, and Ricky Rubio had a solid career, but nothing like Curry was. Uh, Curry's like the greatest player no. of all time. Um, yes. So yeah, so they have the second pick in the draft. Uh, don't ask me about who they should draft because I watched zero college basketball last year, and I don't care about the Australian league um, where Lamella Ball played at, where he shot like I think he shot like at one point eighteen percent from three, and that doesn't scream second pick to me. So I don't know about I don't know about Lamella. I'll, I'll just say this. I'll just say this. But it doesn't With matter. Tracks, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter though. It doesn't matter because this is doesn't matter. Why is being question mark? My little question mark. This is where it really. This is where it really makes sense. Giannis. Yeah, like this right? pick doesn't matter because the Warriors aren't going to be making this pick. The Bucks are going to be having the second pick because the Warriors are going to get Giannis. So. Yeah, the Bucks are going to have this pick. So it's, we don't have to talk about it anymore because the Warriors won't be having this pick because the Bucks will. The Bucks will. But yeah, um, obviously the lottery happened. Uh, I'm. Grateful the Warriors got the second pick. They should have got the first pick, but it is what it is. Um, I know. I feel like the second pick, though. I don't like. You don't like the second. I don't like. Don't mind the second. I don't mind the second pick. I don't like having the first pick. Yeah, but I, 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 I don't mind it either. I'm just saying that pressure. It should have gotten the first pick. I think it's too much pressure. It's a lot of. I feel like in the NBA, it's not a lot of. Uh, I don't really know. I feel like in the NBA, there's more like this is the number one guy. You take him. 
no matter what. There's yeah. always like, but for the like rest that of that guy, yeah, you know what I'm saying. But there's for no the like rest of draft, like... you know, it's iffy. In the NFL, yeah. it's 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 a lot different in which there's like so many different options that can go number one. Not like in the NBA, there's maybe just one or two in the guys that we said, and another guy, I forget from Georgia, I forget his name, but you know, Edwards, it is us. Edwards, yeah, Edwards, yeah. But it's matter for us because we're not gonna be picking anyway. So yeah, it's gonna be the Bucks pick, so they can chew whatever the hell they want. We'll have you on us. But the yeah, let me go over to draft. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'll yeah. go over to draft. I'll just do it real fast. Uh, the NBA lottery obviously happened uh, Thursday, I think. Um, obviously, with Minnesota going number one, uh, the Bucks going number two. Uh, Uh, the Knicks going eighth. <laughs> oh well. Uh, the Wizards going ninth. Uh, the Suns going tenth. Uh, San Antonio going eleven. The Kings going twelfth. The Orleans going thirteenth, uh, and then the Boston going fourteenth, uh, which is from Memphis. Um, I think they have a first overall. They do have a lottery pick in like the next five years because of what's his name, Denny Ainge is great. Um, but yeah, for those don't know, the NBA playoffs. Is Actually, wait, there's some breaking we... news oh. for the Giants though. Um, they, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The forgot Giants to say, forgot to say. Uh, acquired – shoot, what's his name? The Giants acquired, I believe it was Daniel Robertson. Yeah, Daniel Robertson from the Tampa Bay Rays for a player to be named later or cash considerations. In that move, they had – they have had – wait, they, ha- they have designated for assignment Hunter Pence, meaning he would not be on the roster. He'll go through waivers and team might claim him. If they don't claim him. If they don't claim him, he'll go to the Giants' secondary site, or he may elect free agency and retire. Uh, he batted like ninety point nine six, like zero ninety six for the Giants, which is really bad. Um, but it didn't go well in his comeback. But it was nice seeing him back on the team for a little bit. Uh, so he's off the roster for now. They also called up. Um, what did they call it. They called up. Oh, so they, oh, they, they've. Activated Sam Coonrod off the DL or the IL, so he'd be back in the Giants bullpen. And I think they made another move, but I don't know what it is, and it doesn't really that matter that much. But that was the Giants breaking news right there. <laughs> yeah, that was the Giants breaking news right there. All right, now back to the playoffs. Yeah, but it's the playoffs. So for those who don't know, the NBA playoffs are going off right now. It's fucking awesome. Um, have to have sports back. It's great. Uh, NBA bubbles doing awesome. Um, let's start off with the East, though. The Celtics are up 3-0 on the Cav- on the not the Cavaliers on the 76ers. Um, see you later, Joel Embiid. See you later, Ben Simmons. Um, I have a the question Heat for you, though. Versus Pacers. I have a question I do have, for you yeah, about the Celtics. Ahead. I love questions. If the Sixers lose, let's say they get swept, because I think it's going to happen. They're going to get swept. But in this bubble format, I think we could see a team come back 3-0 in this bubble format. Because there's no like, I think advantage. I I think it can happen too. Because I think what you're gonna say is that there's no home court advantage. Yeah. In the bubble, there's there's I can definitely see a team being down. I don't know about three zero, maybe two zero. I mean, but three zero is. I think you can see it for sure. A team just run off. There's there's no obviously you have the you know the Zoom fans and stuff like that, but it doesn't make a really big difference. They're all playing on the same court every single night. There's no change. So anything can anything is possible to happen, which I 100% agree. Um, will it happen? Maybe would it be great to see? It'd be awesome to see for sure. Um, but my I don't question, think it's gonna happen against the Sixers. Yeah, my question, I love the questions. Man. I love questions. Let's say they get swept, and you have to decide between trading Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid. Who do you trade? Who do you keep? And if you decide to trade them, you know, on the Warriors' standpoint, which one do you want, Embiid or Simmons? I think we may have different opinions here. I think we do have different opinions, and I think on my end, I'm going with Joel Embiid. That's who I'm going with. Mm. Wait, you're going with what? You're keeping Joel Embiid. You're I'm, trading him, or what? I, I'm I, I'm I'm trading him away. Mm. So that's, that's what I'm saying. So now, let's say you're the Warriors, and they say, "Hey, Simmons or Embiid? Who do you want? Which one do you pick?" Uh, I want Embiid. So you would trade him, but you would want him. So, okay. I'm confused, Jake. So on the Sixers, I'm trading away Embiid. If I'm the Warriors, I'm taking that trade to take Embiid. That's what I'm going with. Okay, so for me, if I'm the Sixers, the guy I trade is oh Embiid. God. I trade Embiid if I'm the Sixers. Yes. But the guy I want if I'm the Warriors is Ben Simmons. There you go. There you go. There it if is. Ben Simmons is like basically a taller Draymond and a younger Draymond. Can't shoot for shit. 
I think I think Ben Simmons is pretty good at defense. Yeah, he's pretty good. He's definitely a good, that's definitely a good passer. He's a good passer, good like driver of the ball. Um, sounds like I'm talking about golf or baseball there too. But um, speaking of drivers of the ball, Joey Bart, he's a driver of the ball. Anyways, I hate um, you. <laughs> ben Simmons, Ben Simmons of Clay and Steph Curry, who just dribble down the court and pass it out to those two shooters would be pretty cool to see. Um, but you can't go wrong with either. Both of them are really good players. Um, so yeah, that's, absolutely not. That talk right there. You yeah. can't go wrong. I think definitely two good players. But yeah, let's move on. Uh, the Heat versus the Pacers. Um, the Heat are up two one. Uh, Jimmy Buckets doing his thing. Um, Victor Oladipo didn't play game. Oh, he didn't come back from game two. I forget. Yeah, but again, anything he got scratched happen. in the eye. I think. Yes, I forgot who did. I forgot who scratched yeah. the eye, but. Yeah, he didn't come back for the entire game, which kind of also for the Pacers. But they have T.J. Warren, who is the Michael Jordan of the NBA bubble. Um, but yeah, let's move on. Uh, Bucks versus Magic. Obviously, for those who don't know, the Mad the Bucks lost to the Magic in Game One. People were frantically panicking. <laughs> Happened last year too with the Raptors. The Ra- Magic beat the Raptors in Game One. Like, oh, the Raptors are gonna lose. Raptors went on the win four straight. <laughs> Yeah. So yeah, the he and the Magic are. I mean, the Bucks are on that trend as well, winning two of the last uh, three games. They're up two one now. Um, Giannis, uh, I really want them to lose so Giannis comes to the Warriors, which I think is going to happen. So yeah, GGs. Uh, next, uh, the Raptors versus Nets. Holy, the Raptors are playing pretty good basketball. They're up three zero versus Nets. Uh, obviously, the Nets are without uh, star point guard Kyrie Irving without and anyone. without <laughs> and <laughs> without Kevin Durant. Um, but yeah, uh, I think Christopher is trying to do his thing. Jared Allen trying to do their thing, but it's just not happening for the Nets. Um, thank you and good night. See you guys later. Uh, let's move on to the West now, starting off with the Lakers versus Trailblazers, in which the, also the Lakers lost game one, uh, only scored 93 points in the six year drought of making the playoffs. Uh, a lot of people were mad. Uh, I had to instigate some stuff on Call of Duty. Jake knows, and people were not having it. Um, but they are now up two one. They won yesterday. Um, is is Dame time it? Are are, are they gonna tie? Are they gonna Dame make time. it a series? I'm or so what? Ti- I'm so tired of hearing Dame time for a guy who's not won I, a single goddamn game past the second round of the NBA playoffs. Never been through the finals. Oh, it's Dame time. Who let me point at my watch? Shut the hell up, Damian Lillard. You're always so jaded. <laughs> no one wanted me. Shut the hell up. Yeah, we're seeing why no one wanted you. Yeah, you're down in the playoff <laughs> series two one again. Shut the hell up. That's too I think they make it a series, though. I think they make it a series. I, I, the only reason I'm lashing out at Damian, I can't get a bucket when it matters most. Lillard is because I picked the, I picked the rap, I picked the Blazers to beat the laser, the Blazers, the Blazers to beat the Lakers, and it's not going well because they're it's down two one. It's not going well anymore. Dame time. <laughs> I need, I need Dame time. Forty eight minutes a night, not in the last five minutes. Even though he didn't do it last night, when he missed another free throw that would have made a, a three point play, he had, he got fouled on a three point shot. Missed the first free throw, which he does a lot. Not a lot, but whenever I watch like the games, he misses the free throw, uh, which he needs to get better at. My either NBA player, work harder, make the shots, and don't miss any shots in the game. It's not that tough. Make every shot you take and help me get my <laughs> prediction of me picking the Blazers to beat the Lakers correct. Also, let's talk about him being better than Steph Curry. Relax. And if you say it to me in front of my face, I'm punching you. He's not better than Steph Curry. Right. Never has been, never will be. <laughs> I'm done talking about the Trailblazers. Right. Moving on. Uh, I'll, t- I'll take care of this on. one. Um, Go ahead. Take it away. The Clippers are playing against the Mavericks. Uh, the Clippers won game one after Kristaps Porzingis was kicked out of the game. Kind of, well, not kind of, softly. Uh, he should not have been mm-hmm. kicked off, kicked out of the game for that technical. He shouldn't have gotten any technicals, really, I don't believe. Um, Me neither. So I think it was got- really soft. Yeah, you got kicked I off. I think I tweeted out it was a big it was a big hypothetical and that if he wasn't ejected, the Mavs would be up 2-0 prior to game three. Um, yeah, it's tough to say. Which I think but I, I agree. It's tough to say that. Tough to say. Tough to say. Tough I kind of I kind of agree because they were playing pretty well that game. Um, I mean, the Mavs were up before he got ejected, so yeah. I'll put that there. I'll put yeah. that out there. Then, um, then the Mavericks won game two with Boban Marjanovic, who pretty good. He's actually pretty good. Yeah, he's actually. People look at him and say, he looks like a st- he's not that good. He's actually, in his career, there's a stat that said, it's like a higher per it's like player efficiency rating. He had the highest per in like NBA history. I mean, he played like five games, but when he plays, he's he's really good. And the Mavericks are pretty good. Luka Doncic is amazing. 
Uh, then in game three, he got injured, uh, rolled his ankle. Um, but he should be fine for game four, and they try and make it a 2-2 series. But the Mavericks will be pretty good in the future. All right, your turn. Yeah, so let's move on to the Rockets versus Thunder. Uh, the Rockets are up 2-1 on the series. Um, I found it funny that the Rocket, the Thunder were the favorites in game one. They got blown out. Uh, the Thunder won second game, and now uh, the Rockets are won the last game. Now it's up 2-1. Um, James Harden is still without Russell Westbrook. I don't know when he'll come back. We'll see how that goes, but they are up 2-1. And lastly, the Nuggets versus the Jazz, um, which the Nuggets are the favorites in this series, but the Jazz are up 2-1. to one. Mm. Um, Despite really? a Mitchell playing lights out, my goodness, playing really well. Um, this is the for, for this is the series where home court advantage would have mattered. Yes, I think so. I definitely, definitely agree. Um, a series like this in Utah, in Denver, uh, home court advantage does make a difference. Uh, but this is going to be a series. I think this this series might go six or seven, to be honest, in my yeah. opinion. Um, but yeah, the end of there, Jake. Anything else to talk about in the NBA playoffs or anything like that? Um, Damian Lillard, pick it up. Uh, let's go. I need to. I need to be writing this prediction. I'll look like an idiot. That's it. <laughs> That's it. All right, let's move on. Uh, Folks who don't know, uh, shout out golf. New hobby for uh, for me. I don't know about Jake. Um, I like, I mean, shouts out to, to golf. Do every once in a while. I'm still dog shit, awesome. but I love to play it. It's fun. I'm great on the course. I'm the driving range. I'm a complete ass. Um, but yeah, GG's. Um, and I'll end it with this. Nice shot, mate. It's me, Captain Price. Captain Don't forget Price. to follow us on the BA podcast uh, on Instagram at BA underscore podcast one. Follow us on uh, follow us on Facebook. Like Facebook. I mean, like us on Facebook. Yep. Uh, follow us on Twitter at the BA underscore podcast one. Um, follow us on the podcast app, but also follow us on the SoundCloud app. Yeah. Um, you make sure to. Um, <laughs> Oh yeah! Make sure to like, share, make sure, like, share. Make sure to subscribe, like, share, rate, rate review, unsubscribe, resubscribe to about fifty times again. Consistently, check out the learning energy for the last twenty-eight months. We're going to talk to our podcast worldwide. We'll take a podcast for some recreation. We should start to be a podcast. We're going to talk to our worldwide. We're going to do high five. So that's the episode, James. Nice shot, mate. It's me, Captain Price. Bye. Lord Farquaad. <laughs>